Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Izzy. Welcome to the Consistent Change Podcast. We're striving to bridge the gap between never exercising and over-exercising. By utilizing our faith in Jesus Christ to make positive and consistent changes in our lives. So join us on the Consistent Change Podcast. Hello. How's it going, Izzy? Good. 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 Just wonderful. Just, you know, love and life. I went to the gym today and training sessions with having the baby and oh my word, it kicked my boutoir. (laughs) It was good though. It felt good to like push myself finally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely heard it. That was like me yesterday. I went since I ran the marathon, I haven't done any like weightlifting or like high intensity workouts, just mm-hmm. like running and like cycle. And I was like dying yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever well, cycle is a high intensity so, workout for sure. I mean, yeah. It's it's yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have decided to start at least this episode off with a opening thought. Izzy, do you have that? Yep. So we wanted to kind of jump in and share from the Bible and just kind of bring the scriptural narrative into the podcast. So we decided to share from 2 Corinthians this week, and it's chapter 9, verse 7. And it says, every man according as he purposeth. In his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. I love that. Me too. I love that it talks about God loveth a cheerful giver and not giving of necessity or of grudge, but but because we want to, because we're choosing to give that to God. Right. Just the idea of the mutual relationship because Christ chose us we now choose him like it's our choice to choose him but it's totally up to us you know what I'm saying yeah and I think that ability to choose that agency that we have enables us to to allow that relationship that choice of choosing Christ to become enjoyable and I think it really does go hand in hand with our fitness or our activity that we do, um, when we choose what we want to do, when we choose to make it fun, when we choose to do something that we enjoy, it becomes something that we enjoy. It becomes something that we look forward to instead of something that we grudge or, or give of necessity, but something that we really do want to do and desire. So I guess my question is, how do you choose what works for you? Like, how did you choose? I know you come from a background of like family, your family's like all of them are runners. And yeah, I think what was the biggest thing for me? Because I mean, even after high school, when I was out of the sports and out of what kind of my parents like really encouraged me to do, Um, I still had to make that choice and I think that was one of the most defining times of my life was like that year after high school Um, just trying to really figure out what worked for me but 
I think the biggest thing was just getting out and trying things. My best friend invited me to a cycle class that her college was like doing a free class, which cycle classes have free free first classes all the time. Like almost every studio has a free first class. But so many other classes do the same thing and gyms and places like there are so many options to just go out and try things. Right. Um and I think it's the same thing with like our relationship with Jesus. Like there is so many different ways that we can just go out and try and try to feel him more present. Like and both of these options are free. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be expensive or right like fancy or whatever. Like there are so many options to feel Christ more present in your life. And there are so many options to try new things in fitness and like really figure out what you love and, and choose that relationship that you have with fitness. Right. Using your free agency. And don't you feel like you have to want to in both respects, you know, like you have to want to sit down and pray and you have to want to go out and do whatever it is you do to push yourself physically and to push yourself spiritually, not maybe push yourself, but like connect with Christ spiritually. You have to want to, or else it's kind of like kind of a chore. Don't you think? Right. Becomes a checklist. Absolutely. And that's, that's where fitness, that's where spirituality becomes not sustainable as if it's a checklist, if it's a to do, it is the first thing to go if it's not something that you want to do. Right. You know, and honestly, like now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like taking care of myself is a great way to feel God's love for me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I know my heavenly father loves me. I know Jesus Christ loves me. I'm going to treat myself with respect. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. How did you kind of come to that conclusion? How did you realize that when you are taking care of yourself or or choosing fitness or choosing Christ that that that's when you feel his love well I honestly it it was when I was running a lot but I feel like when I first really got into like running and like running races specifically when I was training for my like third half marathon it was like I would load my son up in the jogging stroller and we would go and and we would go and he would fall asleep and it was just so peaceful all all I can describe it as is when the leaves settle and you just feel peace and I could really feel like I I connect with my heavenly father then you know because I was focused and I was focused in on my body and feeling what I was feeling both physically and spiritually. And that's when I feel like I was really coming closer to Christ. Now I know that is not the case for everybody. You know, not everyone is going to feel that way when they're running. And I understand that, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not, it's not for everybody, but personally that is when I felt the most focused in and the, and the closest to Christ. Yeah. And I think those moments really do allow us to just feel his love, just bask in it for a minute and hold it. And I think that's how we really are able to share it with others around us. Absolutely. There's not, 
there's really not any other way to like be a disciple of Christ without understanding his love. And I just think that it's so amazing. I was um, listening to this preacher the other day and he was talking about how God holds the whole world in his hands. And sometimes I think we try and hold the whole world in our hands. Like we try to hold everything in our hands, but God has, God has that power, right? And so we get overwhelmed, we get exhausted, we get strained from this expectation to hold the world in your own hands. But when we realize that God is holding us, I think we're able to really choose to love other people, choose to come closer to them and to Christ. And just understanding that love, I think, is huge. I agree. I love that that visual of Christ holding us, you know, like we may try. We, we, we do try. I do try. I'm sure everyone tries to take on the world and and to really try their best. And it's really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But I love the visual of Christ just holding us, you know, and just being there for us. I love that. And, and understanding that, you know, we are a child of God, and we're so much more, right? Like, we were always taught, I think, and, and mine and Sarah's culture, I think growing up, that's a very prominent teaching is like, you are a child of God, you are a daughter of God. Um, and there's so much more to that, that I think can be unfolded. And I think a lot of the desires that we have, and the dreams and the, the things that make us really like, light our fire, God plants those in us. And so I think when we a certain line of fitness that we really thrive in, we're able to fully experience the strength that he placed within us, which I just think is so powerful. He gave us those interests for a reason. We're supposed to enjoy them, right? And I like going back to what Izzy said about being a daughter of God and that kind of being our faith backgrounds. I just, when church leaders or whoever would say you're a daughter of God, you're a daughter of God, that's all the identity you need. You're like, no, that's not totally true because I mean, I'm also a sister and I'm a sports fan and I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm a music enthusiast, you know, like I have, there's so much more I'm, I don't want to say so much more, but there's other things to me, right? I feel like I misunderstood it. It's not being a daughter of God is all that you need. It's in God's eyes is, is all the love you need. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the way God sees me is, is totally encompasses my identity and and when i choose to align myself with god i choose to see myself as he sees me does that make sense a hundred percent yeah and i think really understanding that each one of those identities is encompassed in that like you were saying right right and i also feel like when, when thinking about this i think it's important to point out that God trusts us with our bodies. He gave mm-hmm. them to us and he trusts us to make the best decision. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah. I think a lot of the time we go to God with a very open request before we're willing to put in the work to figure out what we feel is best. 
and we go to God and we're like, fix this giant problem. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time he is trusting us to fix that problem. And we can go to him to confirm that what we have come up with is the right thing or the wrong thing. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of the time we need to just go to him with what we've found for a confirmation and he will let us know and he will guide us in that way but he trusts us and that trust is a lot bigger than than we might think sometimes I agree and and don't you think like I I don't think there's anything wrong in consulting God in choosing whatever whatever exercise regimen works I don't think that yeah totally ridiculous you know because he knows you best right he he knows the best way to make to help you grow spiritually physically and if if he's on your side you're gonna feel empowered you know don't you think and maybe that's what we do that's what i mean it sounds silly from from like a worldly perspective to consult god and in our fitness regimen you know what we decide to do but i think honestly it'll help us become better don't you think yes absolutely and like you were saying earlier how running can become a spiritual thing for you that is so common I think that is so common that that this way of working out or way of expressing or or enjoying fitness or being active is spiritual for people And so I don't think that there is any coincidence in what God would have us do with our physical bodies and, and our spiritual relationship with him. I think that's very interrelated. And I mean, that's why we have this podcast. So I think it's definitely, definitely something to go to God with and, and ask, what should I be doing? How should I be doing it? And when you really figure out those answers, that's when fitness can become so much more sustainable for an individual and a health, a healthy lifestyle follows, I think, every time. Totally. And like what you were saying before, sometimes we come up with what we want to do and God will just say, go for it, you know, mm-hmm. just confirm it. And, and just knowing that God is on your side. God is on your side and you yeah. know that that he's cheering you on you know heaven is cheering you on like we say mm-hmm. so what are some of your goals like your faith goals that you have that that you feel like heaven is cheering you on for oh okay so um I feel like we should talk about our faith backgrounds too because this episode we talked about our fitness backgrounds and we didn't even like touch on our faith backgrounds right yeah yeah so I think we should talk a little bit on our faith backgrounds what do you think yeah okay so so i am a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints um we are also known as mormon but we prefer the term member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and i understand it's a mouthful and that's okay (laughs) well that's what we that's what we prefer (laughs) but anyway so i grew up i grew up um as a member of the church Um, and so that is kind of where my background is and yeah, that's kind of how I found Jesus Christ was, was in that religion and, and I haven't really strayed. 
from it. So, so as far as like goals go, it's interesting to think of like having faith oriented goals. Don't you think it makes you think like, Oh, what am I doing? Like to, to further my, my faith to, to make my faith stronger. Right. But I, one of my goals is I need to have one sacred moment a day with Christ. That's my goal. One sacred moment a day. And it's usually in prayer as I, as I'm praying, I just have a a small connection with Jesus Christ and I'm good to go. And I found as I like try to do that, I'm like less overwhelmed throughout the day, you know, and I feel like I've needed to do that because I'm still adjusting to having three children and holy cow, it's demanding and it's easy to feel overwhelmed. But as, as long as I have that just little connection once a day, I find it easier to push through, you know, that's so cool. So that's me. What about you, Izzy? That's so cool. Um, yeah, so I grew up in the same church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I think my faith background is more encompassed in, like, the course of my life, obviously. But So I went on a mission right after high school. I took a year off. So after high school, I went to college for a year, studied, and then went on a mission um, with my church. And... I was able to serve a lot of people for me. My mission was really hard, and I didn't love it. Oh, wait, a mission being hard? <laughs> what? I know, I know. <laughs> crazy, crazy. I thought. know. That's not to diminish, like, <sighs> how hard your mission was, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm no, sorry, no. keep going. <laughs> oh, you're good. Um, so, I didn't love it, right? Like, it was rough. And then... I don't know what switched like I the last nine ish months of my mission I decided we're gonna be good and I got a really great companion and I think she helped me a lot but what I more started to see was that like Christ just loves us that's it that's that's really what it is that's the foundation and that's what carries us and that's all that matters and so when I realized that I think the whole trajectory of my life really changed um when I got home I wanted to move to Arizona because I felt like I would be able to come closer to Christ if I was in a place that wasn't so populated which Arizona is still very populated with numbers, <laughs> it's very, the very <laughs> but it's very different. It's very different. And I feel like I've been able to find my testimony in such a different way um, in being here. So this, even just this past summer has been a huge growth for me on my faith um, background, just because I was able to kind of surround myself with people who have the same goals who are very focused on Christ and and that's the center that's the focus that's what they hold on to and I mean one thing that I feel like is has to be the center of our church is that it is a it is focused on Christ that's why the name is so long that's why that's why we hold on to that is because we 
or we try to at least preach of what will save us. It's not a sin preaching church. It's not something that we look to to be better. You have to do this, this, and this to be healed. It's Christ is here and he loves you. And that's what you have to hold on to. And so that's kind of my faith background or um, knowledge of Christ right now um, is just that he loves us. And that is that's what has to carry us through. Um, so I think right now my faith goals are similar to Sarah because a lot of what I focus on is just very simple, very, very simple. I try to read something uplifting, something that makes me feel closer to Christ. And then I have a little journal that I, <laughs> that I write in and I, I love it. Write... Journaling is so important. It's, I feel it's like so good. But yeah, so I just write down one thing that I learned that day and one thing that I loved that day. And it helped much. So that's kind of my faith goals is to just do a couple things that help me feel God's love. Because when I realize I learned something from something hard and I realize I love something about my day, I feel like Christ is there and he is listening and he loves us and he wants to hear us. And so I, I think those are my simple goals in a nutshell. I love that. I love that. Especially, I feel like it's so easy to miss the hand of the Lord in our lives unless we are able to stop, look around, yeah. listen, and identify it. Don't you think? And that's why I love your goal too, because taking that small moment every day just to be present with God, and I think that's really powerful. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. I think I'm going to steal your goal, though, for sure. And just <laughs> one thing I love, I learned today because I, I feel like right now, especially, I am taking all the strength I can from Christ. I'm just I'm going, you know, and I'm not stopping. Um, I feel like it's my turn to s- sit, like I said, sit and and watch and be grateful you know what I'm saying so just chop up I like how you said we need to sit and watch and be grateful I think that talks a lot about um that is spoken of a lot about in the story where Jesus is um talking to Mary and Martha's in the kitchen kind of like very busy about her day trying to get everything done but Mary's just listening and she's just sitting with Jesus, just being loved by him. Mm-hmm. And and in that story, he he points out to Martha, look, Mary's choosing the most important thing right now. And so I just think that's really important to remember as we go throughout our day and, and our life is to feel his love. We have to be still. We have to hold on to it and sit with it and and know that he is there and that he's loving us. So be still. Oh, I love that. And choosing those things as well, choosing what ways you rest. So it's restful, right? Choosing the way that you exercise. So it's helpful for you choosing the way that you study the scriptures or do what you do to come closer to Christ. Right. Important. Right. And we have the free agency to do so. Absolutely. 
you know, and like I said, I feel like God trusts us. He knows that we're going to make mistakes. He didn't make us perfect, but he trusts us to even after we've made mistakes to pick ourselves up and keep going. Yeah. I feel like God has blessed us with such like a longevity for that. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, what's cool about that is he, he picks us up. I think a lot of the time we, we feel like he gives us the strength to get back up. But I think a lot of it, a lot of the time, all the time, <laughs> he's the one picking <laughs> us back up. I agree. He's I agree. Us back up. Well, and I wonder like how much he, how much is him, you know, mm-hmm. like heavenly father, please bless me with patience with my patients with schoolwork or whatever and all of a sudden I'm not feeling as antsy or as anxious oh that's you yeah but it's so easy to miss you could just chalk it up to a good day you know what I'm saying but just sit and listen watch the hand of the Lord in your life and you will see it yeah one of my favorite sayings um is Stop focusing on what you need to do and start focusing on what Jesus has already done for you. I love that. I love that so much. I feel like I get so caught up in the checklist sometimes that it's easy. It's easy to be a Martha when we need to be a Mary. So easy. Yes. You know. We always want you guys to know that heaven is cheering you on. Now we are your biggest fans. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>